Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks for the bonus episode. How fun. This is our first bonus episode of 2024, back by popular demand after our listeners' questions and stories from, from last year. We trialled it. Yeah. It worked. We tried before we bide. So now we're going with it. Yeah, we're full sending. We're full sending. As always, remember you can listen to the main episode every Monday when it comes out and watch it on YouTube every Friday. This episode is obviously out now, which is Thursday, and will be Thursday going forward, and you can watch it every Sunday. Follow us on Stay Relevant Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok, and search Stay Relevant Podcast for YouTube, Stay Relevant Podcast for Snapchat. Pete's done really well on the um, front. And uh, this is a bonus episode, so I will, of course, be swearing. If you don't like that, go <laughs> yourself. <laughs> However, I am still ill, as you will have heard from Monday. So, no drinking. <laughs> no drinking for Pete today. But what Pete has failed to talk about is this episode is all about you, our listener, our family, our blood. I mean, you're not our blood. But yeah, but you close enough. Not not close at all, but thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in stories. And when I say we've been inundated, we've been inundated and we love it. We want more. Yeah. Some of them, unfortunately, aren't... Um, Applicable. Aren't for the airwaves, shall we say, because some of you are tapped. Yeah, yeah. In the best way possible, though. However... We've read almost all of your messages in... When we and, asked you to, and you said, fuck me, was. did it make me feel better about myself? <laughs> so, should we start? This is the coolest thing ever. We're going to read your messages. I know. And this is actually really fun. I enjoyed it last time. If you remember last time, the first time we did it, it we only got through one story because it was a big debate. Yeah. Um, there was the incest. a lot of twos and... I'll, I'll, yeah, there was lots of twos and fro's. Um, You know, it was a, a, a strong topic and, and something that, you know, uh, I think needs to be talked about more. And that like Sam said, is incest. Yeah, so they basically, they were sh- cousins who were shagging. They didn't know, obviously, and uh, we decided that the right decision was actually, because they didn't know they were cousins until after they were, like, married. Yeah, they heard the episode. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, um, but love wins, is but, what we're saying. No, that's what Sam said. I said, stop it, it's weird. <laughs> so, uh, moving on from that, we started at incest. It can only be uphill from there. <laughs> All right, so, first one. This is from Jess. Hi, Jess. Hello, Jess. How are you today? All right, now that's We're, enough because it's it's rhetorical because oh, she okay, can't. fine. Jess, we love you. They're not on the phone. Okay, yeah, I feel like we are. This isn't a phone in. Okay, fine. All right. Jess, hello. Okay, just hi, Jess would have done. Okay. Hi, Jess. Jess writes in to us. <clears throat> hi, guys. I thought the idea of a sad corner was the perfect opportunity to say that Sam has ruined my dating life for the last four years. Oh, no. <laughs> Brackets, we love the clickbait. She knows what she's doing. All I do is compare men to Sam and none bring the same energy, golden retriever vibes or wit that he does. yes, baby! I have twice used the excuse for not continuing a date to a man by saying, not Sam Thompson enough. Leaving them wildly confused and me kind of (laughs) amused. On the plus side, a few of these men have taken this as advice and are now avid podcast listeners in brackets, she loves a bracket, doing my part to add to the staying relevant fan base. I look forward to Pete purely roasting me for my terrible taste of men and Sam being just as confused as I am by this predicament. I'm not confused at all. I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, 
How, how unexpected for you to say that. This is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I had to push the mic away there because I didn't want to scream too loud because I had been told by the listener I do screech. But that is so good. It's not about you anymore, Pete. That's the beauty of it now. I'm the man. I'm the man. And you shouldn't settle for anything less than high-octane energy that almost just puts you out of your misery. Jess, where shall I start? Uh, firstly, I understand in point um, uh, what you're saying, that Sam is a very lovable character. Um, it's lovely. Demon to, in the sack. Uh, uh, listen, I'll be honest with you, Zara's been on the podcast. We all know that's not true. <laughs> so... But I understand the fascination, and I do. You've got a newfound thing where people are like, I'm just in love with Sam Thompson, all right? And I understand it, because you're a fucking great guy. However, that there, which we're going to clip up, is the bit that I'm confused by. Sam is a great person to have around. Sam is lots of fun. Very, like you said, high octane. Lots of energy. Golden retriever. Love that. However... And I'm going to be careful how I word this. For a minute, just stare at the camera. When dating, a big part of dating is sex. Just keep staring at the camera. I am. As you watch this... Even now my face is frozen in a weird way. This is the problem I have. Completely understand that you'd want to be around Sam and he's a great friend to have. But dating that... <laughs> freaking out now. Dating that would be hell. And you say, Pete, how do you know this? And I'll tell you. Zara's my friend. <laughs> All right? Why uh, am you, I laughing? <laughs> you, you, are, you are now a bit of a, a sort of a, a guilty pleasure, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. You've become a guilty pleasure because everyone thinks you're fucking great. Pleasure being the optimum word there, though. And it's not that you're unattractive to look at. I mean, the squinty eye, you sorted your teeth. I know you're balding and you've got... Your... Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, but all of that, you're not an unattractive person. You're you're sort of like a cross between uh, Ryan Gosling and um, Jedward. Oh, so Jed would need to just leave. Someone actually said Jed was really attractive recently, I think. Yeah, someone... Yeah, yeah no? someone, someone that... Okay. No one here. Do you know what, um, I, do you know what depresses me? <laughs> but, but... Hi, guys, quickly. The thought of a sad corner <laughs> was the perfect opportunity to say that Sam has ruined my dating life. Basically, the fact that she finds me attractive is warranting of the sad corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, completely. Uh, but but I do I do kind of understand it. I do kind of understand that you are now you're a bit of a heartthrob from from the whole jungle thing. But however, this is a this is more of a again. There we go. See what I'm saying? So this is the bit that I don't get. Sam, lovable person. Would you want to marry Sam? Yeah. Yes, because your life will be filled with joy and happiness and money. No. Um, but you know when that what's that thing? Shag marry avoid. Okay, shag, marry, kill. I can't imagine you're high on the list of shag. Well, you've never seen me in missionary pose. That's all I'll say. Um, That's all I'll say. Can you give us an idea? No. No, 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 listen. No, you, you no. did it with Michael Whitehall. No. no, listen, everyone, everyone's done it. D do me a favour now then, all right? Now that you are heartthrob, obviously you are in a wonderful relationship with Zara. We love Zara. Fucking great couple. However, if you weren't, give me something sexy... Visually, for the people that are going to watch this on Sunday, but also say something really sexy. Oh, Give sex fine. appeal. Shut up sexy. and listen to me. So let's right. just, this is Sam now being right. sexy. Just shut up and, just shut up and drive, drive. Right. 
Sorry, was that... The... <laughs> that was me okay. just being like, let me go, let me fly, let me spread my wings. Okay. Stop clipping my wings. Okay, no, I'm letting you fly. Fly, little birdie, fly. Okay. Ooh, I'm a... Fly, little birdie. Fly. Okay, you're nervous because you don't know what to say, which is why you're... <laughs> okay, still... fine. Okay, shut up. Okay, I've walked into a bar. And he said, hey, sugar tits. Wait, wait, two seconds. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ready? Ready? No, I've got one, I've got one. Put that one on me. <laughs> Sorry? Put that one on me. What? Why are all the girls in this room covering their mouths? <laughs> What's going on? Okay. Not okay. Like a dementor. So I. I it, it, oh, you oh. Are you, are you Hermione Granger? <laughs> because I would be your Ronald. Are you following up with anything? No, because everyone who watches Harry Potter will know what that means. Do you want to play with my magic wand? You know oh, yeah. Hold my magic stick. Do you see the reaction? So, Jess, listen, um, I, I, I apologise for roasting, but you do have terrible taste in men, and I think that is absolutely wild. Jess, I love you, and honestly, I think that you're going down the right pathway, and I think that eventually you're going to find the right one. And when you do, I want a video message sent in staying relevant because we're coming to the wedding. And we are fun at weddings. I'll be honest with you, I won't come to the wedding because by the sounds of it, you're going to marry someone like Sam and one is enough for me. So this is from Anonymous and this is what I love. It's always best when it's anonymous because you know they don't want to be seen or heard. Here we go. Anonymous. Hello, Anonymous. By the way, Pete, say hello quickly. Uh, all right. No, don't say all right. We're not the builder's site. Say Hello. Hello, Anonymous. Thank you. A while ago, I was playing Never Have I Ever with my friends and my partner at the time's friends. They were all sharing what I thought to be simplistic stories such as Never Have I Ever Had Sex in Public. And as a result, many of the group would take a drink to acknowledge they had done this. In my head, I wanted to win. I wanted no one else to drink. Surely this is the objective of the game. So as it came to my turn, fate has it my voice had gone. So I asked my cousin to share my story. Never have I ever fucked someone in the rear with a Budweiser bottle. <laughs> to my shock, nobody laughed, nor as expected did they drink. Now, this story is relating to one of my past partners, and to my dismay, despite my partner at the time drinking to an array of suggestions, he was completely horrified and stormed out of the room, and the game abruptly ended. So my question, because there is a question, is what is the etiquette when it comes to playing the infamous drinking game of Never Have I Ever? Should you aim to win? Now, my favourite thing about this is, I've just realised, the cousin's saying it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so the question was, what's the etiquette? My question being, why are you fucking other people in the arse with beer bottles? I can imagine that happening when you're getting wet and wild. Can you? Yeah. Steaming. When you're getting steamy. You know how things just progress and, you know, you meet a girl um, or or you meet someone and and, and you end up getting on really well and things go really well and you have your first kiss after dinner and then you go, should we get a hotel? Yeah. yeah, The boyfriend's actually probably stormed out. You go to the mini bar, you pull out a beer bottle. I can see how things just get a little bit wet and wild and these things happen. Are you fucking mad? The boyfriend's probably stormed out because he's like, you never did that with me. (laughs) He's like, why why have you been doing that with other people? He's probably stormed out to wash all these beer bottles. <laughs> More than anything. You know what I mean? I love the way you've gone from zero, because normally those Never Have I Ever games are so mundane. <laughs> they're, they're so boring. I mean, the process... I mean, the thing is for me, listen, I get it. It's nice to experiment. We all like to experiment. However, a glass bottle in an arsehole doesn't seem sensible. 
there must be something else of a similar, because I don't know what you're going through, whether it's the girth you like or whatever, but there must be something similar that's a little bit safer. Cucumber. See, I'm just sitting here thinking of Go with friends. vegetables. Vegetables, I, seem, I, I think that would be less painful if something did go wrong. Imagine if the bottle broke. I'm sitting here thinking of the social scenario more than anything. You're sitting there with your fellows. Imagine if they're like a new pair of friends that like you haven't really seen before that much and like you want to make a good impression on your boyfriend's friends and you're like, right, okay, I'm going to say something quite funny. Oi, cuz, say this quickly. And the cousin yeah, goes, cuz. right. Well, oi, cousin, say this quickly. And then bang. Bottles and bums. Well, this is... Okay, so we're on completely different parts of this story at the minute because I can't get over the fact that someone's put a beer bottle up someone's ass. But you are just... You're fine with that. That's not a problem well, mine's more the social that's, implications. That's, these things happen. It's... Why have you mentioned it in a game? Yeah, but also, why has the cousin said it as well? Because she lost her voice. Yeah, but imagine... Okay, fine. Imagine, lost their voice. Imagine your cousin going, Pete's never have I ever is that he's, he's, he's got a bottle. It's just not right for the cousin. Well, no, it's not right for the cousin, but it's not right to be told that by your cousin. Imagine, imagine we were cousins. I went, oh, my voice is gone. <laughs> Sam, just tell the room. <laughs> the, the really good raspy voice there as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, at what point did you think, oh, yeah, that'd be I cool. would actually say that, but that was Pete. I'd be like, um, that's completely But normal. in answer to your question, what is the etiquette? Should you aim to win? Listen, you've got to be in it to win it. And if you're going to do something, yes, you should aim to win. However, I don't think you should um, share everything in a fun, light-hearted game. I think you should. I think you should always aim okay, to win. Okay, great. Sam, let's play Never Have I Ever. <laughs> All right, cool. Fine. All right. Never have I ever... Never have I ever... What have I done that's risque? Oh, do you want me to tell you what you've done? Yeah, go on. <laughs> go on, what's Never Have I Ever? No, we can't play this. I, I thought that was a good idea, and I immediately regretted it, because Sam and I know too much about each other. <laughs> Uh, that we love to talk about, and it goes into something we like to call the vault. <laughs> we love the vault. We love the vault. You'll be you'll hear some of the vault on tour actually, so keep buying them tickets. But yeah, no, we we can't play that. But if your plan never have ever, do you just say things that are like what comes to mind, or do you try and win it? Do you try and trump people? No, see, my problem is that I just try and be involved. So, like, I just want... So, if someone goes... never, Sam would just like to play. Yeah, exactly. Even if I haven't done it, I drink. Because, yeah, I just want to seem like I'm down with, like, the cool people. So, I literally, like, sometimes I'll be like, never have I ever done this really risky thing. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. All right, well, let's take this one for them then, all right? So, uh, simplistic stories, such as, like, this person said, never have I ever had sex in public. Uh, no. You haven't? No. So, you wouldn't drink? No, I would, though, because I feel like that's quite a cool thing to do. So, in answer to the question, to round this off, for me, always aim to win, unless you're playing Never Have I Ever. In which case, shut the fuck up about your sexual exploits. But I actually think that it's, it's quite fun as well to be risque and be out there. And you know what? If your boyfriend can't handle it, go and find someone else who does. Yeah. That's it. If we're going to carry on doing these bonus episodes, though, we might need you to calm it down ever so slightly on the messages in. I'm going to be honest with you. Done. Do not calm it down. We want to hear more about you, all sorts of stuff, because it, it honestly, it makes me feel so much better about how I live my life. 
Thank you for listening to Staying Relevant, the podcast with two best friends, the bonus episode, which we don't know whether we'll be coming back now. <laughs> Thank you so much. We absolutely love you. We are going to be doing loads more bonus episodes, uh, loads of other different things as well. Thank you. So in terms of this one, to feature in this one, in our bonus episode, email relevant at insanityhq.com. Uh, make sure you subscribe as usual. Follow us on Staying Relevant Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat. Search us on YouTube. Yeah, I think that's about it. Next listeners episode will be out fucking next Thursday. And let's hope it's another banger, you fucking rowdy, horny, weird, unhinged fuckers. Beautiful people. We love you. We love you. Insanity Group.